Hello, and welcome to 10 Things We Have to Tell You. I'm Kendra. And I'm Brandon. We love making top 10 lists and then making other people listen to them. Join us as we explore a new top 10 list each week. Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 2 of 10 Things We Have to Tell You. Top 10 Pranks Gone Wrong. Chosen by me. Mostly me, because someone didn't want to do any research today. No, it's, uh, I couldn't find anything on it. I found ten. Yeah, well, I couldn't. <laughs> so you're just admitting that I'm better at the Google than you? Yeah, the Google. The Google. You heard me. The Google. Okay. You're up first, mister. Okay, well, number ten. We got, because of course it's Ohio. Okay, so we all know that teenage boys are not known for making super smart choices. Uh, I mean, I used to be one, so obviously I know. But this story is definitely probably the top ten of the dumbest I've ever heard. Really? Because I heard that when you were a teenager, you thought you could clear your parents' steps. And you jumped up and hit your head. Yeah. And then left the blood for your sister to find. Yeah, and I drove with a towel on my head to go see my mom because I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, go on. Yeah, my sister thought that something bad, murder, whatever. Yeah, I was not very smart. Uh, so, in August of 2011, there were these two dumbass kids uh, that decided to pull a prank uh, in Circleville, Ohio. Uh, which, if some of you don't know, it's like an hour south of Columbus, and it's where they do the Pumpkin Festival every year. Pumpkin Festival? Pumpkin Show? Pumpkin Show. Pumpkin Show, okay. They also have a true crime case of uh, letters being mailed uh, that were super creepy, and nobody ever found out who did it. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. It's also a really depressing place. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Uh, anyway, these two boys, they had the awesome idea to wrap a stop sign with layers and layers of saran wrap or plastic wrap i don't know i'm a corporate hoe i just call it saran wrap and uh douse it in petroleum jelly so obviously it obscured the sign from any drivers and these little boys are so proud of themselves they even bragged about it on facebook they're i'm pretty sure they weren't little boys <laughs> Okay, well, teenagers, whatever. I mean, they're still little boys. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, they, they bragged about it on Facebook, which is just dumb. Uh, most of the drivers, they were unaffected by it since they drove by it every day. Uh, however, there were these two old sisters, elderly sisters, Jeannie Jeannie Shea, who was 81, and Mary Spangler, who was 85. Yeah, they didn't get so lucky. Approached the intersection, they missed the stop sign. They got hit by an oncoming car and pushed into a ditch. Mary died on impact, but Jeannie, she was in critical condition for three weeks before dying due to her injuries. Obviously, it didn't take the cops long to find the people who did it. And they're both charged with reckless homicide. And to top it all off, the women's surviving family sued the shit out of them. Good for them. 
Good for them. Hopefully it was a lot of money. Well, I don't know. The one guy... I do remember that the one guy served about seven months and then asked to be released from prison early. And the judge was like, hmm, nah, <laughs> don't think so. <laughs> All right, next up, number nine. More dumb teenage boys. We've all been angsty teenagers. It's kind of a prime part of being a teenager. But most of us don't take it out on teachers. In May of 2006, in Dallas, Texas, two 18-year-old boys decided that they had been tormented by their teachers long enough, and they were going to exact their revenge. How, you ask? By making pot brownies to give to the teachers. Trying to get them blitzed, apparently. Yeah, well, they were really bad bakers. <laughs> or... They got the world's worst pot because their pot brownie sent 19 people to the ER. So obviously once the teacher started getting sick, both of the boys owned up pretty quickly and they were arrested and charged with five felony counts of assault on a public servant. They both pleaded down and were sentenced to community service and ordered to repay $13,094 of restitution. I can't believe they only got community service, to be honest, though. I didn't... I mean, yeah. I... They pleaded, they pleaded down out of felonies to misdemeanors. And one of the teachers is... I didn't write the quote down, but is quoted as saying, I thought I was going to die. I had never had marijuana before. <laughs> Which, I mean, sure you haven't. I mean, most people say they have it, but I, mean, I guess... Except for maybe your parents. I'm 100% sure neither of your parents have ever ingested marijuana in any way. Yeah, more than likely. Anyway, we're going to move on here. No, I can't remember what the next one's supposed to be called. What is oh, it? Hooters. All right, it's that one. Okay. Yes, yeah, so in April of 2001, Jody Berry was working as a Hooters waitress in Florida... Of all places. Uh, of course. Of all places. <laughs> the manager, the big scumbag, by the way, decided to celebrate April Fool's Day by awarding whichever waitress sold the most beer for that day with a free Toyota. So Jody went working her butt off, selling beer all day. Come the end of the day, she wins. You know, she was super excited about it. Her manager then blindfolds her. Took her out to the parking lot where she's presented with the prize, a plastic toy Yoda doll. As uh, you do. As you do. Yeah. So Jody was clearly upset. She sued the crap out and won enough money to cover the cost of a brand new Toyota plus more. So. Good for her. Yeah. Good. Good for her because. I would be so mad. I would have beat the shit out of the dude first. Then sued him. I would have been so mad. Alright, so our next one is, I, for whatever reason, titled it, This Went Really Wrong, because, well, it did. And also a huge trigger warning for suicide and suicide attempts on this one. So it's, it's not only kids pulling pranks that go terribly wrong. Listen to the story of this mom royally fucking up her kid. So a kid borrowed their dad's car without his permission while he was out of town. Kid's mom finds out and uses the second set of keys to drive the car home. 
Did not tell the kid. Didn't say a word. Just got in the car, drove it home. Left it, went back to work. I don't see how that can go wrong at all. Nope. Okay, so kid comes out of school, sees the car missing, goes into full-blown panic mode. Just crying, freaking out, doesn't know what to do. So Sorry, that reminds me of when I was at work. Remember I told you when I... uh, I parked the car over in the front, <laughs> but I had parked it over on the side. And I, I went out to the, the sales floor there, and I looked over, and I was like, wait, where's the fucking car? Where's the fucking car? And I finally, like, went in the back and looked at the camera. and was like, oh, right, I parked over on the side. Yeah. Smart boy you are. Yeah. Smart boy. All right. So, kid is freaking out in the school parking lot. They call mom confess everything i'm so sorry i took dad's car without permission drove it to school and now i came out of school and the car is gone uh, it must have been stolen i i'm just so sorry mom agrees that the car must have been stolen and says we'll just go home and wait for me there so this kid is just devastated devastated like, oh God, I, my my sisters aren't going to be able to go to college because of me. I've brought financial ruin onto my family. I, I can't live with this guilt. So they go home, pass the car that they borrowed without permission in the driveway, go inside, find every pill they can take, and took them. And then went on an apology tour. They called mom and said, I'm so sorry that I did this. It'll never happen again. You never have to worry about me doing anything like this ever again. Obviously, mom is like, okay, this has gone terribly wrong. And calls an ambulance. Ambulance arrives. Saves the kid. But, yeah, it took years for the kid's dad to forgive mom. Yeah, I would say rightfully so. That's like... I mean, at any time, you could have just been, like, you could have just stopped and, like, been, like, be a fucking adult, maybe. Mm, no. I don't want to. Every time I think that maybe we might be bad parents and I get worried, I read something like this and I go, oh, okay, not so bad then. Huh. Doesn't. Yeah. Doesn't. Well, if you ever do that to our kid, I will haunt you for the rest of your life. No, I would never do that. Okay. Just saying. Uh oh, Oreo. Yeah. What they said. Imagine it. Sizzle. Now I know we made that joke last time. It's fine. Uh, Stop stealing my jokes. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, you walk outside in the morning. You know you're ready to go to work. Whatever. You're gonna go out and do something. And your car's covered in Oreos. How would you react to that? I would murder you in your bed, because I would assume it was you. Okay, well, what if it, would you have the patience to do that? Maybe. No. I don't know. Never. Who else would Who else would do it to me? I have no idea. So I don't know. I would be so mad. I would just go back up, come inside, go back upstairs, go back to bed. Try again. <laughs> start, the, start the whole day over. Right, it'd be like Groundhog Day. So that's what one woman, her friends wanted to find out. So they... Oreoed her car by opening hundreds of Oreos. They were licking the icing and then slapping them on the car. 
So I can just like imagine what that looks like. You know, was it like a? This feels like a lot of effort. Yeah, I think like hundreds. That's got to be bigger than a smart car, but maybe not bigger than a sedan. Well, it doesn't say anything about what size. Like if they covered the whole car, but that's still a lot of effort. So some that's some dedication. Yeah, except there was one small, definitely not a big deal, uh, is that it wasn't her car. Whoops. <laughs> I mean, you put in the effort. I hope you video recorded whoever else's choice it was. Alright, you're gonna get some kind of reaction. Uh, that's gonna, like, mess up the paint and all kinds of stuff, probably. Sure is. It reminds me of this time in high school when some kids in the band saran wrapped this guy's car and i don't know if you know what saran wrap does to a car when it's wrapped really tightly around it but it's nothing good and this guy was like a gearhead okay he i don't know if that's the right name but he loved his car so much right and he started freaking out and crying and like just an 18 year old boy crying which good for him he felt comfortable expressing his emotions that was a really bad choice i don't remember if they got kicked out of school or not but i'm pretty sure they got kicked out of band that was a long time ago kicked out of something yeah all right number five dhmo in 2002 a couple of kansas city djs made an announcement that the local water supply had been tainted by high levels of dihydrogen monoxide. They even read out some of the side effects. Sweating, urination, and pruning of the skin. Kansas City residents lost their minds. Their fucking minds. They were out of their minds. They started calling the water department, the police department. They were freaking out. If they had just calmed down a little bit and, you know, thought through this. And wait, wait, when was this again? 2002. 2002, okay. So literally anyone could have just gone on the Google and been like, typed it in. Or like, ask Jeeves, what is dihydrogen monoxide? Right, like literally something and like could have been like, oh, it's just fucking water. Way to ruin my next point. Oh, right. You jumped ahead, friend. (laughs) So, if the uh, Kansas City residents had just calmed down long enough to think for two seconds, they would have realized that dihydrogen monoxide is, in fact, H2, dihydrogen monoxide, O1. H2O. Water. It's just water. So, that did not go over well, as you would expect, because... People were like, well, do we need to boil our water? What do we need to do? How do we get rid of this? And the cops and the water department were like, oh, fuck's sake. Sure, you can boil the dihydrogen monoxide out of your water. It's going to take a while because it's just going to turn into steam. It's just water. Okay, so these DJs were criticized and even accused of terrorism by a local politician. It did not go well. They did keep their jobs, but they did not, it was not well received by the community. Yeah, yeah, I wonder why. Uh, Did that stop two DJs in Florida from doing the same prank 12 years later? Sure didn't. Uh, Only this time, those two DJs almost caught federal charges. 
<sighs> Good old Florida. And even then, there's not much of an excuse in like 2012. Like literally, just Google, Google. it. Like my God, people. Anyway, moving on. So uh, we have another one here in 2012. Wait, what's this one called again? Bigfoot is real. Bigfoot is real. Yes. Forty-four year old. Forty-four year old. I can't fucking talk. Randy Lee Tenley put on a uh, ghillie suit. You know, one of the ones, if you don't know what that is, which I assume you know what it is, but if you don't, it's one of the things like the sniper people put on so they can camouflage themselves. Airsoft people probably use it too. To make you look like the forest floor? Yeah. Okay. Uh, he proceeded to stand on the side of, the, of Highway 93 outside Kalispell, Montana. A lovely place, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I... Who's I've, he gonna... What's he gonna do there? There's like five people in Montana. Yeah, I've never even heard of that place. Okay. Uh, his prank, though, was scaring drivers by looking like Sasquatch and charging at the cars. Most dr- drivers rightfully fled the scene because they're like, fuck this, this is some weird, like, fucking BDSM or I'm gonna get kidnapped fucking Dahmer stuff. Think that's what they were thinking at all? I think they just got scared. I, who knows? I mean, they could—that's <laughs> probably why they got scared. <laughs> no, if someone comes charging at my car, I am going to leave. I'm just going to be like, "Nope, bye. You're on your own." <laughs> mm. uh, unfortunately for Randy, though, uh, two of the teenagers failed to see him alongside the road, and they ran him over. Killing him, obviously. So we guess his ghillie suit worked well as a ghillie suit. Yeah, he was so invisible that the teenagers driving didn't see him. Right. And did this happen in the day or night? In the middle of the day. Middle of the day. Damn, like, they had to have been blind as hell then. Or they were like, I saw this man and I'm just going to leave. He's in my way and I'm just going to run him over. All right. This one is called, Why Is It Always Loaded? November 25th, 2010. Thanksgiving Day. Gobble, gobble day. (laughs) Gobble, gobble. Jeffrey Charbonneau is chilling out with his best friend, Nicholas Bell. They celebrated Thanksgiving together. And uh, they were just hanging out after eating dinner. Poor Jeffrey had a case of the turkey tired, though. And he fell asleep. A choice that he would regret at some point. Nicholas, thinking that he was being funny, picked up an unloaded BB gun and aimed it at Jeffrey's chest before pulling the trigger. Minor problem, as it always is. That unloaded BB gun was in fact a loaded 12-gauge shotgun. So Nicholas shot Jeffrey in the chest, killing him instantly. He didn't even realize what had happened until Jeffrey started bleeding. How the hell do you mix up a BB gun and a shotgun? Well, I want to know why you would pick up an, a weapon that you don't recognize, aim it at your best friend's chest, and pull the trigger. I don't, I don't get it. Don't get it. Murka. Murka. I don't, I don't know where this took place, but it was probably Texas. That sounds like something. It had to have been somewhere in the South. Had to have been. All right. So, uh, Nicholas gets arrested, obviously. He pleaded no contest to manslaughter because he it was not thought out. It wasn't planned. He just picked up a weapon, aimed it at Jeffrey, and shot him. 
but he ultimately only served one year in prison for the death of his best friend. Jeffrey's family was unamused. They wanted more time to be served. He did have seven years suspended, but the judge said that poor old Nicholas really did not mean to shoot Jeffrey. It just happened. It was an accident. Blah, 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 blah. Although, I think if you pick up a gun, whether it's whether you know it's loaded or not, that uh, you will you should assume it's loaded and not aim it at somebody and fire. Yeah, also, that seems fair. Plus, if there's other accidents too, those people still get in trouble. Yeah, like if you hit someone in a car or whatever. There's like that mo- whole ass movie they made about that one thing where like the person like hit the person in the car, but like it's not like the same thing. It wasn't like they like went to the hospital or called the police or nothing. Like they like hit them and they went through the window, you know, and then they just went and parked in their garage. Remember that? No. Yeah, like this person was just like slowly dying in their car window for like a week. Are you talking about the 911 episode? No, it's a real thing that happened. Okay, but it's also a 911 episode. Okay, no, no. This is like where a, this a, woman hits somebody and he's in the windshield the whole time and she's driving around and everybody thought it was a Halloween decoration. No, no, yeah, yeah. They made like a whole ass movie about it and everything. Like it's this whole it's a whole thing. And like this person ends up dying eventually and then cuz they went and just parked in their garage and just didn't do anything. Like, it was crazy. Wild. Chug, chug, chug it, chug it, chug it, chug it, choo, choo. <laughs> I think it's funny. (laughs) So we all know that alcohol can lead to some bad choices. Uh, Especially if people don't drink often. Yeah, like you. Yeah, but all I ever do is play video games. I know, there's worse choices to be made. Uh, Love you. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, sure. I love you too. In July of 1982, Peter Wade and some friends were drinking and walking near some train tracks. That can't go wrong at all. Definitely not. Uh, This happened in Fairlawn, New Jersey, by the way. Brilliant kids that they were, they threw the switch for the tracks. They were probably like, ooh, shiny, and flipped it. So the, the train that was oncoming obviously had no choice but to follow the tracks ended up derailing into the side of a factory. All the passengers survived, but the conductor, John Duffy, was killed on impact. I would assume probably just blunt force trauma from running into a fucking building. Probably. So each kid got arrested, charged, and tried for manslaughter as adults, and served prison time. But it doesn't say how long or anything, but... I would imagine it wasn't just a year or two. It was probably quite a while. Yeah, probably. But I gotta be honest, you know, you know who used to be a train engineer? And if something like this had happened when he was driving the train and the passengers died and he survived, it would have been awful. He would have blamed himself, probably killed himself. I mean, yeah, it's can't even imagine so it's like a real life trolley problem right i mean they they made another movie too about something not like that but i mean there was like a movie about like an out of control train can't remember had that uh that dude who's the heavyset guy from women's world 
What was his his actual name? Oh, I don't know what his... I don't know. Frankie? Frankie's his character's name. It's the guy that played him. Was He he was in that movie, and then him and, like... Uh, I'm pretty sure the movie you're talking about is called Runaway Train. No. It's, like, derailed or something like that, or... It's, like, a single-word title. It had, like, some other famous lead actor... We are just going to look this up. Famous Runaway Train movies. Unstoppable. I think that's it. Click on the cast. It is... I don't know. Denzel Washington, Chris Pine. Chris Pine, that's what I was thinking of. Chris Pine did not play the Chunky Kid. No, I'm not saying he was a Chunky Kid. I said there was another lead and that was him. Oh. Well, I don't... Here, just go, just go down. I recognize his name, Ethan Soup. Okay, yeah, you're right. That that is in fact Frankie from Boy Meets World. Yeah, it's a miracle we get anything done. <laughs> okay, I forgot Denzel Washington was in that though. Mm. All right, number one. This is another huge trigger warning for suicide. This one is called Halloween Gone Wrong. It was not very creative. It didn't feel like it needed a sassy title. Okay, well. Halloween, 2013, Fern Creek, Kentucky. 16-year-old Jordan wanted to play a scary Halloween prank on his sister. Always a smart choice. Sister is definitely not going to hate you for that later. So he decided that he was going to pretend to hang himself before coming back to life and scaring the bejesus out of his sister he he wanted her to walk in on him hanging then poop pop back up and scare her sadly jordan accidentally hung himself for real losing consciousness in about 30 seconds so his sister the same one that he was trying to prank found him shortly after and called for their mom they cut jordan down but it was just too late jordan died about 12 hours later See, now I want to know, like, what he was trying to, like, how he, like, tried to fake it. I don't know. It didn't say anything about that. It's just that he did too good of a job making a noose and, unfortunately, completed suicide by um, accidentally hanging himself. And that is far more traumatic than scaring the bejesus out of your sister. Yeah, I would say so. That's like that, um, what's his name? Uh, it's that famous person who played in, uh, Kung Fu TV show. And he, um, he, he died from autoerotic asphyxiation. What the hell's his name? It's not, it's not Christopher Walken. It's, um. Well, Christopher Walken's not dead, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Uh, fuck, what's his name? I think it's like Christopher something. I'm going to need more than Kung Fu. TV show. I don't know. You know, not 2021. It's older. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Where's the kid? Yeah, David Carradine. That's it. He died in, like, some hotel from autoerotic, auto-erotic asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. Holy shit. <laughs> Are you having a stroke? Yes. Hmm. Yeah, if you look it up, it's, like, crazy. Like... Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. I think he has a brother, too. He does. Yeah. 
Because didn't he play in... Um, he, I don't know. He had a role in like NCIS or something like that. Or one of those... I'm not looking it up. It was one of those shows. He had like a role in it as like a bad guy or something. Okay. Anything else to add? No, that was it. Okay. Well, this has been fun. Kind of left it on a bummer. But, you know... Don't uh, try to fake kill yourself, kids. Yeah, no kidding. It's a bad idea. Don't try to fake kill yourself. Preferably don't try to real kill yourself either. <laughs> okay. That wraps up this top ten list of pranks gone wrong. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. Join us next week when we come up with a brand new top ten list. Follow us on social media at 10 Things We Have to Tell You on Facebook, at 10 Things We Have to Tell You on Instagram, or email us at 10 Things We Have to Tell You at gmail.com. Have a new list idea? We're always taking suggestions. Please rate, review, and share, and come back again next week. Bye! Bye.